0: Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to episode 24 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara, And this is our 24th episode of Talk Direction. Um, Thanksgiving is now over. How was your Thanksgiving, Kara? I feel like we have... I saw you a lot, but we didn't really talk about this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I had my, you know, first legal glass of wine um, in the States, nice. at least. And, um, my family is like a little weird about it. My grandma was like so adorable. She like called me over like after, like they gave me like a little tiny sip. Um, so whatever, it was fine. You know, it just like felt great to like be living in the confines of the law. Um, but so my grandma like called me over and she's like, she like whispered to me, she's like, Kara, like, how'd you like the wine? It was like a conspiracy. Like it was a conspiracy and it was like really cute. Um, cause she Aww. like, she loves wine. She's a, you know, Italian grandma. So she like she's drinking wine all day. Like that's like her solution for any like um like ailment. Like you know, if you got a cold, mm-hmm. like drink some wine. Like actually, she told me that's to do it like nice. a shot of whiskey one time. Um, oh my <laughs> but, god. Um, but yeah, I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. How was yours?
0: That's good. Mine was good too. It was just my family rather than like cousins coming over, mm-hmm. um, which we usually do. But it was still really nice, just the immediate family. Um, it was just really relaxed. Like we stayed in our PJs all day. Oh, that's and the best. It was good. And when we were doing Dishes, my sister Rebecca actually put on History because she's like a big fan of that song and she was nice. playing it. And like my parents were like, oh, this sounds good. And my mom's like, who is this? this is like some old song. And I was like, <laughs> no, mom, this is One Direction. And I was
1: really excited <laughs> about that. She, I love that.
0: Yeah. She really thought it was from like the 70s or something.
1: I could definitely see that. Which was cool.
0: Yeah, and then um, what else? Oh, yeah, right now my internet is dying in a hole for some reason, so um, Kara doesn't have any of the show notes in front of her because I wasn't able to send them to her. Um, so we're just going off of <laughs> this, and I don't know, hopefully I'll be able to send you the audio clip of my recording, um, but hopefully I'll fix this. I don't know what's up with the internet, but bear with us, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I wanted to give a shout out to our listener, Elizabeth Um Brycenio. I don't know if that's how you say it, but her birthday was on Kara's birthday. Oh yeah. Um and I want to say happy birthday to her.
1: Happy birthday. Um, we have the so best happy birthday. birthday.
0: Do you know how old she turned? Um, I'm not sure. Well, happy birthday and happy new year age.
1: Of your, of your life. life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we wanted to talk a bit, um, about our recording schedule because we know for the past, like, two episodes or so, um, the episodes have come out a day late, which we're really sorry about, and it's just because, like, school's been really hectic, Mm -hmm. um, so we're trying, we're gonna try to be more consistent and get it out on Wednesdays at, like, um, like, in the afternoon-ish hour, um, and you can follow our Twitter if you want to know more about, like, when the episodes will be coming out every week, but consistency is important to us, too, so we just want to apologize for that. Yeah. Okay, so let's just jump into news, then. Um, <clears throat> there were some news stories this week. First, um, One Direction performed at the Teleheat Awards show on November 26th. This is a music award show by the TV station Telehit in Mexico. It... And it happened actually at a stadium in Mexico, the Foro Sol, like, stadium in Mexico City, which is crazy that an award show happened at, like, a stadium that had, like, 60,000 people, um, because that's just crazy. Uh, and because it was an award show, One Direction did win three awards. They won Most Popular Video for Drag Me Down, Boy Band of the Year, and Most Popular Artist Um, which was cool. And this is sort of a, an award show that's recognizing like the hottest names in international music, um, over the year. And then One Direction actually also performed and they did a number of songs. They did Perfect, Infinity, Story of My Life. They did like, um, a handful of songs, but they actually also performed AM, which they haven't performed live, uh, which was really cool to see. And I thought they did a good job with it, um. And I don't know if we're going to see AM performed live again. Yeah. Um, and I wonder why they chose that one in particular, but mm-hmm. I thought it was really good.
1: It's just kind of sad because, like, you never know, like, when they're going to perform it again. Like, we don't know if, like, maybe it's, like, the only time we're going to hear it live, like, ever. Um,
0: I know. It's so crazy. Yeah. Because, like, we really don't know when they come back. I, I don't know if they, when they do come back off their break are they going to be coming back with a new album, or are they going to be coming back with a tour, you know? Yeah. Like, they might... I feel like they'd make an- another album to come back. Like, you don't want to... Like, that's what how you sort of make a comeback, with an album. Yeah. So, like what music would they take from their fifth album to go on tour with them, you know?
1: I'm assuming that, like, the the New Year's Eve thing, they're going to do a lot of songs, though, so... Because I think they're the headliners, so I think we'll probably get a bunch of songs out of that, which is exciting.
0: Yeah, and I hope there's, like, good footage of everything. I hope there's, like, actual footage, not just fan footage. Oh, my God, Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was cool to see that. Um, and then also One Direction, the YouTube channel has been releasing the track by track, like, discussions with the boys about each song on, um, each song on the album. And I thought, I, I would recommend everyone go watch them because I think they're interesting. Um, you get to hear some, like, a, a bit more background behind why the songs were created and maybe, like, fun stories that happened during those songs. I don't think it's done in the best way where we can get the most information. Like it doesn't satisfy my need to know about like why the songs were written or what the songs are about. Um, And also they sort of interview some, each of the boys for different songs. So you don't get to hear everyone's opinion of each of the songs. Um, But I mean, it's, it's hard to, you know, get a satisfaction when I want to know everything behind every song, you know?
1: I know. I wish they could like Um, give us the entire, like, however long it took them to write like the entirety of the footage um then I'd be satisfied (laughs) only then
0: yeah honestly um but yeah it was pretty good so go check that out definitely um and then also when they were in Mexico they've been doing some interviews with different Mexican talk shows and radios um so those videos have been being released and there was also a press conference that they did in Mexico which they're always interesting to watch because, you know, the boys are, like, sitting at some big table up in front of a room of a whole bunch of different press, um, and, like, they – so you just got to see the boys interact with each other sometimes, and it's just fun. But, like, none of the questions that were asked were that new, so I don't mm. really feel like we need to go into them. It's just talking about the break and talking about Zayn and talking about the album, which I feel like we've sort of always – we've covered that already. Yeah. Um, but if you want to just go watch them, you know, for fun. Um, and then also Infinity was released as the new single, um, Liam tweeted about it. I don't think any of the other boys have actually tweeted about it, but Liam said that, um, Infinity is going to be the new single off the album. Um, do you think this was a smart decision, Kara?
1: Um, I don't know. It kind of, like, I guess it didn't even, like, like, um, it wasn't even in my mind that Infinity could have been a choice, I guess, because it's, I feel like we've had it for so long, and... Um, It was, like, one of the first, like, teaser songs off the album. Like, the same thing they did with Fireproof, and they didn't end up making Fireproof a single. So I was, like, assuming that, oh, like, they won't make Infinity a single because they, like, released it as, like, a teaser song or whatever it's called. Um, I don't know. I don't think it will do that well on radio just because I feel like musically it's pretty much... It's pretty similar to You and I, and You and I didn't do well on radio at all. Um, And I just feel like... I don't know. That's definitely not the song that I would have chosen. Um, Infinity is not... Uh, it's probably, like, one of my bottom five songs on the album. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Um I don't know. I want to support yeah. them, though, because I think they like it. And obviously, like, we can't, like, go and be like, oh, I hate this song. Like, why? Like, I don't know. I mean, you can, like, just... Dis- I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think... Um, it definitely wasn't in my mind that they would have picked this as a single. I know last week we were talking about, um, in last week's episode, we were talking about what we would want the next single to be, and then actually I think it was that day that we found out that the single wasn't Yeah, it was like two hours
1: after we released the episode, so.
0: Yeah, which is crazy, but, um... So yeah, I don't think Infinity was on our mind. We were talking a bit about Love me- Love You Goodbye as being a possibility. Mm. Not that we necessarily wanted that one, but we thought no. that could be one because they started to play it. But I feel like Infinity's been out for
1: so long. I know. you know. Um, I just feel I just like- don't know
0: oh. if it's catchy enough for yeah. radio. If I could, I feel like they should have gone with another one. You know.
1: Yeah, and also, um, I feel like fans aren't going to be as excited because we've had it for so long, so it's not, like, Drag Me Down, where, like, everyone's, like, really wanting to get to number one and, like, doing everything that you can to, like, get it to number one. It's, like, kind of, like, Infinity is just kind of, like, you know, it's there. Like, okay. Like, yeah, that's so true. I don't know. I just feel like if you chose, like, a song that we haven't... We've only had for, like, two weeks, I feel like everyone would be, like, really pumped and, like, trying to get it to the charts and stuff. Or like,
0: Yeah, and, and fans are so much of the reason that it does get to charts because they promote it so much. Yeah. And, like, they buy it again. They buy singles even if they already have the song, you know? There's... Yeah. So I actually did a little scientific fancy poll on Twitter <laughs> um, <laughs> asking uh if our listeners were happy that Infinity was the new single. And 13% said yes. 25% said it's good. Twenty-five percent said just okay. And 37% uh, said, not my favorite. Um, and we had 24 votes in total, which I think that's a pretty good amount. Yeah. Um, but I think most people sort of agree with us that they would have rather had um, a different song chosen. And I love that we can do these Twitter polls I now, know. They're honestly. the best thing ever. It's so much fun. Um, and so we also asked our listeners if they could have chosen what the next single would be. What would they have chosen? Mm-hmm. And um agarina said what a feeling potterfan92 said what a feeling p house 1964 said long way down and if i could fly for valentine's day which i think is interesting i think that'd be cool if they like released a valentine's day song yes um lilium pummelum said end of the day what a feeling am olivia literally anything but infinity <laughs> or hey angel <laughs> um ran Ike 15 said end of the day or what a feeling uh dom underscore 22 said if i could fly walking in the wind end of the day never enough history love you goodbye camila e ness said it feels like a bit of an odd choice but they love it and at least it means another music video so that one's just sort of like the other side we had someone who you know, thought it was a weird choice, but it definitely it's it's good that they liked the song. Harry said it was one of their favorite songs, and yeah. then it's true. We get another music video, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I study Rainbow said literally anything else. Um, it's Eli Horan said yes, so they were happy with it being a single. I think that was like our only listener besides Camila, who was kind of like odd choice. Yeah, but I think she, I think they were our only listener that was happy with it. And then Sarah Marie said, it's not my fave song along with Perfect, but hopefully it'll still do well. Um, so we'll see. I don't know how well it will do, but... Yeah, I just feel, I like feel like you like kind of never know. People are a little bit disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do never know. Because,
1: like, with Story of My Life, like, I was like, this is a great song, but, like, I didn't expect it to, like, blow up on the charts like it did. Like, it's seriously one of their mm-hmm. most popular and, like, best-received songs, and I yeah, definitely and did even not. even
0: now, Story of My Life plays on the radio. Yeah. After all these years, so. Yeah.
1: And I'm pretty sure it's, like, the number one most streamed song on Spotify, like, ever or something. At least it's up there. Wow. So, yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, um but I And also... then our last- Oh. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to say, I really liked that, um, the listener that was saying that, like, um, at least it means a new music video, because I think that's, like, a great way to think, because- Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, we'll get more moody music videos and, like, maybe something with stars and, like, space, you know, maybe it's, like, a Drag Me Down Part 2. Yeah, what do you think, what would
0: you want the music video to be like
1: if you had to choose? Drag Me Down Part 2 when they're in space, um, (laughs) but they're not, (laughs) like, That would be so cool. Yeah, but, like, also, like, psychedelic and, like, not in suits, like, they're just, like, wearing some, like, cool, like, space-themed attire, like, some stars, like, glittery star shirts, um, I'm sure Harry oh would, like, God. like that. Niall would, too. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know what the storyline would be. Maybe some, like, moody stares with some aliens. Um. That would be so cool, though. I know. I
0: definitely agree with you. Oh, thanks. Did you see, what was it, the... There's some department store, I think, in England that does a, um, commercial every year. The John Lewis, that's what it is. John Lewis advertisement. They have one every Christmas. hmm And... It was... Everyone who hasn't seen it, go watch it. But it was, like, the most beautiful thing of a girl, like, looking up to the moon. And it had that infinity feel to it. Oh, so, interesting. Like, I mean, it was very sentimental and not so much alien fun. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, I don't know. That could be... I could feel like that song could be, like, behind that commercial or something. Yeah. Um, all right. So our last news story this week is a very happy one. Um, There is going to be a new The Adventurous Adventures of One Direction um, cartoon video coming out. Um, For those who haven't seen the first two, these came out, I think the last one came out in 2013 and the one before that came out earlier. Um, But these are uh, a cartoon's, like, little story, half hour type thing of One Direction. And, um it's done by mark parsons who is an animator and i know even like the boys have watched these in the past (laughs) liam said he wanted to like voice his part for it at one point i don't think they're voicing their parts um but i just think that's so cool that we get another one of these because they're honestly the funniest things like one direction goes on different like crazy adventures and it's just so cool to see like your favorite characters like in cartoon form you know
1: yeah, it's um. seriously, like, everything you could ever want, because, like, I always, like, think, like, what if One Direction had, like, their own, like, cartoon, like, show or animated show or animated movie, and this is basically it, and it's, like, from, like, Mark Parsons is, like, a fan, like, he's a big fan, he's been a fan since, I don't know, the first one came out in, like, 2012, I remember being around, like, in the fandom when it came out, so, like, he's been around a long mm-hmm. time, like, he still loves them. Um so it's really And he
0: understands the boys' personalities yeah. really well, which comes across in how he characterizes mm-hmm. their cartoons. It's
1: awesome and he's just like super talented and you should definitely go watch because like each of them are like half an hour, so it's like a good like mm-hmm. chunk of time. It's not like a four minute thing, like wow, it's just like incredible like the amount of effort and work and just it's 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 so funny, it's so great. Like I am so excited. Yeah, I definitely
0: need to rewatch them. Yeah, me too. They're so good. And it's just so cool. Um and this one.
1: Oh no! Go ahead. go ahead. No, I have nothing else to say.
0: <laughs> um, this one's going to be a twelve-part series, so there's going to be twelve videos rather than just one, um, and it's going to be starting December first, and a new video is going to come out on every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, and and then once twelve are done, um, and he said on Twitter that parts one and one through five are and num- and part 12 are each 5 minutes long around and then parts 6 through 10 are each about 10 minutes long. Oh my god. So this adds up to like a lot of time, which is so exciting. Um and the story of this one is going to be the story about how One Direction must save Christmas, which just
1: is gets me more in the Christmas mood. Like I'm just so excited. I know, me too. And also, did you see that he released a trailer for it today?
0: Yep, he released the trailer, and it was really funny, and he was sort of mocking how trailers are made. Yeah, I mean, that's what the humor is like of, I don't know, that, like, summarizes the humor that he puts into these things, I would say.
1: Yeah, it's really funny, and Zane's gonna be in them, so I'm interested to see um, how he incorporates Zane, because I know, um, like, the other one that was, like, from 2013, it's, like, dedicated to Zane, so, like, I knew, like, he was gonna throw Zane back in there, so I'm just, like, intrigued mm-hmm. to see how he does
0: Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting, because he was a big Zayn fan, so... Yeah. Um, But I'm definitely excited for these, and I think it's just going to be a nice way to lead up to Christmas while I'm going through finals and stuff.
1: Yeah, and also Um, we've always talked about how we want One Direction to do, like, a holiday Christmas album, so, like, basically, this mm -hmm. is, like, the next best thing, you know? Like, maybe even better.
0: (laughs) Maybe even better, for sure. Um... All right, so let's move into our main discussion this week. Um, we were going to be talking about history a couple episodes back, but we never got the chance to because more album stuff was coming out. So we're finally having our history song analysis and discussion this week, um, which is really exciting because I think it's one of Kara's and my favorite songs off the album. Um, history was written by Julian Benetta, Ed Druitt. Wayne Hector, John Ryan, Louis Tomlinson, and Liam Payne. Um, and when, in, in, and I've sort of put together a couple of quotes from both Louis and Niall over a number of interviews where they were talking about history. Louis said, big one, this one. Amazing to see such a great reaction to history. It's all for you. Um, a perfect song from the time now gives this message across to the fans Feels like they're really a part of the song as well. Um, And then Niall said, um, this was back when uh, I think History was released. Loving the trend again today. Love how you guys are responding to History. It's one of our favorite songs we've ever done, so this makes me happy. Um, And then Niall also disclosed, actually Julian Benetta and I brought some fans to the studio to record the chorus as like a crowd vocal. So this song is really yours. Um, so they actually got fans to come sing in the background of history, which is crazy cool. Um, and then he also said, it's got a sitting on the dock of the Bay kind of feel to it. Camp fiery. Um, And it's sort of about like the crew, the fans, everything about the last five years. Um, he said, we can make some more. Let's not stop now. Uh, so I think the boys understand what it's about. And they're really trying to show that history is for the fans. Yeah. Um, in many ways. And, and, and about like the band itself and the band and the crew and everyone they've been touring with. But also the band and the fans, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, so what did you think on first listen of history? It came out... It was one of the songs released before the album was released, um, which was nice. What did you think of it, and how did that, like, change your opinions on the album and stuff?
1: Um, I really liked it. I think it was the first song that was, like, really stripped back and just kind of, like, their vocals and a guitar, if I'm not mistaken. I'm probably wrong, but, um, (laughs) yeah, I just feel like it was, like, really just simple, but, like, Really awesome, and I think that it all I don't know, it was just like one of those songs that you just kind of want to like listen to over and over again, and it just like comforts you. Um, and it's like nothing like flashy about it, but it's something like I don't know, there's something special about the song, and I really liked it on first listen, which doesn't always happen. Um, so I don't know, I think it was, I don't know, I really liked it on first listen.
0: Yeah, same, I thought it was really, really good. I was very excited about it, especially because at that point we hadn't heard a lot of. The album, So I was kind of a bit nervous of what the album was going to sound like when I when I looked at like infinity and perfect. Yeah. Um, and then we got something like history and it is much more stripped back. Yeah. Like you said, it's got an acoustic folky vibe where I don't know, there's clapping and it's just it was a lot more what I was wanting from the album. So when I heard this, I was immediately drawn to it, and I was like, yes, this is gonna be good, this is, like, a fun song. I definitely thought, like, what Niall said, Mm campfire-y, you know, sitting around with your friends type of song.
1: Yeah, Um, and also my friends who aren't, like, diehard One Direction fans, when they listen to it, like, I caught them, like, singing it under their (laughs) breath, like, um, after I'd, like, showed it to them, so, you know, that's always a good... Um, sign.
0: Yeah, my brother was singing it, and he's definitely not a One Direction <laughs> fan. So, like, and, like, like I said earlier, like, my mom thought it was some song from the 70s. I think, like, a lot of people like it, you know? Yeah. You don't have to be a fan. That's why they should have done this one as a, as a single, honestly. Ugh. I think this could have done well. Yeah. Um. So then we got some listener feedback about the song. Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67 said, I love it. Um, this was from a while back. So she had said, just listen for the first time and currently on the second go. I love the chorus and the clapping also makes sense if it's for the fans. It's so sweet. We can live forever. We can be the greatest team. This is not the end. Um, then at Hey Horan said, um, chill song, but the lyrics mean a lot. I love it. Um, when the first beat starts, I know I'll love it i don't know what that is (laughs) i think i seem to have copied something wrong okay okay (laughs) we'll just keep moving forward um p house 1964 said i realized without you here life is just a lie oh these are her favorite lyrics sorry i realized without you here life is just a lie this is not the end we can make it you know it you know it (laughs) um so i think just like from this feedback and from what we've said, from what I've seen also from fans, it's definitely a fan favorite um, because it does mean a lot to us thinking about how the boys think about the fans when they sing it and, and what it means to the fans and, and directly saying that it is about the fans, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's move into the lyrical analysis of the song now. Um, what do you think of the title, History?
1: Um, I like it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't really have any other thoughts. I just think it's really cool, and it just encapsulates, like, um, you know, the history of the past five years, um, you know, which is, like, is nostalgic, and it, like, is pretty clearly, like, playing on the past. Um, so Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's a really good, a good title.
0: Yeah, I like it too. Um, I think a lot of times I question the titles of songs, but I do like this one. I think it's like short and sweet and it makes sense. Um, And also, if I was thinking about like choosing an album title as well, besides Made in the AM, which I really like, History sort Mm. of has that that same encapsulating feeling of the album. Um, And I feel like History could have been an interesting title, but I do like Made in the AM. Oh, yeah, that's a good
1: point. I like that.
0: Probably more but I think it definitely has that, it it, it has those nostalgia, nostalgia. I always never know if it's nostalgia or nostalgic feelings. I don't know. Not sure. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then the song starts and there's, like we said, a lot of songs on this album have a lot of sort of, like talking in the beginning, like noises that aren't part of the song. And this is one of the songs that has it. You have someone saying something like amen oh yeah it was hard to like figure out what they're saying it sounds a bit like that i don't really i don't think they're saying amen <laughs> but it, it might be Louie. it sounds like they're sort of sitting around talking to each other which might just be sort of like breeding that uh campfire sort of feel to it yeah um because then the clapping starts at the beginning but how do you feel about this sort of introduction before the actual st- song hits
1: um, I like it. I think it just, definitely, like, what you said, I think it just plays into the whole, like, campfire. It's like, they're messing about, like, on a, you know, camping trip and just happen to whip out a guitar and just write a really great song. Um, mm-hmm. so I really like that. I think it works because it's not, like, like we talked about, it's not annoying. It's not, like, an annoying thing that's, like, a, like, gonna be too repetitive when you listen to it. just kind of little chatter that, like, gets you in the mood, you know, to listen to the song.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's jump into the lyrics now. Okay. Harry starts us off <clears throat> with, You've got to help me. I'm losing my mind. Keep getting the feeling. You want to leave this all behind. Thought we were going strong. Thought we were holding on. Aren't we? Um, and my first comment on this was like, Yes, I love the sound of this. Um, just him starting his voice. I love Harry's voice. And it just... I don't know, it fits so well here at the beginning. Um, and sort of my interpretation of these lyrics were someone questioning a, a relationship. In in a way, it feels like it's sort of falling apart. You know, you someone's got this feeling that someone's trying to leave it behind. Um, and I think it could be any type of relationship yeah. uh, in this situation. Um, and, you know, when they're saying, I thought we were going strong... I thought we were holding on. Those two phrases for me contrast a bit. Um, Saying I thought we were going strong is very different than saying I thought we were holding on. So, like, if you're holding on, then, like, I thought we were holding on. We could could barely make it. You know, we're holding on by a thread. But going strong is very different. So I question, like, what... Did they actually know that they were going strong? Or why were those... What, is, what does that mean if you thought both that they were going strong and they were just holding on, you know? Do you have a solution to that? Or
1: I think that it just... This entire first stanza, I guess. I don't know. Um, verse, I guess. Um, just seems very, like, confused. And I think they're just, like, trying to find where they stand with the other person. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they're just kind of, like... The, like, you gotta help me, I'm losing my mind. I think they there's just, like, a lack of communication... And I think they want to know if they're on the same page. So I think that's, like, super interesting that you brought up, like, the difference between going strong and holding on. Um, I think they just, like, don't really know where they stand. And they're just, like, really nervous because they don't know if they're on the same page or um, if the other person wants out and they think they're having a, like, good time, the person who's singing it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's just kind of like a, like, like, um, like asking what's going on pretty much.
0: Yeah, and, and that last little bit, aren't we, yeah. it's sort of, like it, it has that, like, bit of a desperate feel. Yeah. I don't think it's as desperate as sometimes later in the song, Um, <clears throat> but I think that beginning, like, aren't we? Like, aren't we holding on? Like, weren't we, you know? It's sort of that question, like, confusion, wanting to communicate but can't, like you said. Yeah,
1: I really like... Um, I think I've talked about this before. I think when they ask questions in songs like this, I think it just makes it seem so much more honest and open. Just because it's not like Mm -hmm. they have all the answers, it's like they're looking for them. Um,
0: Oh, I love that. Oh,
1: thanks, girl. But yeah, I just I just (laughs) think that it's always so much more honest when it's just like they're trying to have a dialogue. Um, Yeah. And also, I want to say I don't have the exact lyric here, but I saw like comparisons from like a line from strong, like the song strong um, that Zane actually Mm -hmm. sang, and it was, like, um, we were holding, or wait, I'll keep holding on, because you make me strong, and it, like, Mm sort of, like, compares to the, I thought we were going on, I thought we were holding on, or no, what, I thought we were going strong, I thought we were holding on, (laughs) yeah. Um, That's
0: really interesting. Yeah,
1: I was, like, oh my god, people are so good at, like, finding those cues, like, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Cause also like you, I know that the boys did talk about way back before the album was even really uh, talked about very solidly um, that there there may have been a song about Zayn, and I feel like this one could be one of those ones yeah. where. Maybe it was about what happened with Zayn, but they've sort of turned it around and made it into a fan and and make it a be about the fans. Mm -hmm. But they never said, when they do talk about history, they never say, oh, we wrote it with the fans in mind. It's always like, it's become the fans' song. Mm. So I think, you know, maybe they possibly went back to songs like that and looked at, you know, old lyrics or had feelings like that. And I could definitely see this as a song being about the band and how... Uh, how Zayn leaving sort of affected them.
1: Yeah, I think I saw somewhere that Louis said, like, oh, people are gonna read into it and say it's about Zayn, but it's not. But I feel like, I mean, it could be still, even if he says that, you know, because he might not yeah. want to, like, get that out in the world, and, like, that would be the only thing any would, anyone would ever focus on about the song. Um, So, mm-hmm. like, who knows, like, what they were actually thinking, because I could definitely see your point. This definitely does seem like it could be about Zayn, but then also, like, it's, like, flipped so it's then a positive song because if you think about like this in the context of Zayn it's like really sad like um yeah it, it is really sad but then when you think about it like in the context of the fans it's a lot happier and like I don't know mm-hmm. it's, it's just very interesting when you think about all the different layers
0: yeah and I think as Harry has said a number of times that it doesn't it almost doesn't matter what the songwriter was feeling it's a lot of the times about the listener, yeah. and how they feel about it, and what their interpretation mm-hmm. is, so, like, if we say that this is how we feel, th- that we find the connection about Zayn, then that's just as real for us as it is, you know? Yeah. Like, true. Oh. I mean, may- I, maybe I'll choose to view it in the fan sort of side of things, mm-hmm. but I definitely think it could be applied to that, whether or not they wrote it about that, it doesn't really matter if that's how I'm feeling, you know?
1: Yeah, that's so, like, smart and just gracious i guess of harry to say that because i think a lot of times i a lot of times it's like goes to authors of books also um and they just Mm -hmm. think that they can control the entire like fictional world that they've created but really when you put something out there when you create something and put it out there it's no longer just yours like it's everyone who like reads it or listens to it and it's like what emotions Mm -hmm. they put into it so um, I think it's, like, really smart that he knows that, like, people are going to bring so many different things and so many different feelings to a song. And, like, he's, like, open and willing to, like, have that interpretation. And he's not like, this is, like, what it means. This is what it means to me. And that's the only right way to interpret it. Right. Um, And that's, like, the great thing about, like, music and literature and art, that, like, it means so many different things to so many people. And I think that, like, when people try to contain it to just one meaning, I think it, like, dilutes, dilutes it, really.
0: Yeah, and I think we see that with... One Direction songs in the past if you look at No Control for instance when I think of No Control I think of No Control Project of the Mm -hmm. fandom coming together like that's what that song means to me now rather than like the literal actual lyrics of what it means Mm -hmm. so like even even songs that that it could mean something to you that doesn't actually even have to do with what it's telling you you know it could just have a whole nother meaning just based on what's surrounded it or what's what you're going through in your life at that time. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really interesting. Um, so next verse is Niall and he sings, no, they don't teach you this in school. Now my heart's breaking and I don't know what to do. Thought we were going strong. Thought we were holding on. Aren't we? Um, I also thought Niall sounded really good. Yeah. Um, here. I loved how he, I don't know, his voice, when he gets, like, gruff or rocky, like, it's just really cool. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the whole, um, they don't teach us this in school, what did you interpret, like, the this as? Like, what don't they teach you in school? Because let me tell you, school doesn't teach you a lot of things (laughs) that you need to know in the adult world, like... Mortgaging and taxes and writing checks. Like, I literally don't know. I still, to, to this
1: day, I'm 21 years old. I still have literally no clue what a mortgage is. Like, absolutely <laughs> I none. Like, I kind of like am just like, no idea. yeah, I'm blocking it out of my mind because I feel like once I learn, like, I'm going to be an actual adult, like, TM, like, um, no, there's no going back once I know what a mortgage is. So I'm just gonna keep it off my mind and, like for the longest time possible. So it's
0: like the last layer of childhood falls away or
1: something. Yeah, I've heard like people say that like once you start enjoying like going to like home to de- um, Home Depot and like those like kind of like tool tool slash like home <laughs> improvement stores that like your child has childhood has died. But I kind of like to always oh my gosh. I always like going to those. So I think my childhood died when I was like two. But anyway. Aww. Um, But in a good way. I loved those stores. Like, getting those paint chips, like, I always stole all of them, and that was fun. So, um, mm-hmm. anyway, um, um, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind with this line was, um, the fact that they all left school really young, so <laughs> how would they know if they yeah. didn't get taught it at school? Um, oh, so true. <laughs> um, Stay in school, guys. Honestly, like, Nicki Minaj would want you to. Um, mm-hmm um I don't know I think that just like the whole like experience of I guess being in one direction they don't teach you in school I mean if Mm -hmm. I'm I'm reading it from a fan perspective like that's what I interpreted it as because like no one's gonna give you like a guidebook I think Liam actually said like pretty much the exact same thing it's like there's no guidebook for like being um in the boy band or like in a boy band and so like they're kind of just like making it up as they go um so, I think that they just, like, don't really have anything to... I mean, they have, of course, like, other celebrities to talk to and stuff, but it's not going to be, like, exactly their experience. So, mm-hmm. that's what I... Just, like, the experience of, like... The experience and, like, heartbreak and, like, struggles of being um, in a boy band and being a celebrity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's one of those lines that you can interpret a lot of ways, mm-hmm. just, like, the song in general. I think it also could be, um, like, they don't teach you about... You know, losing relationships, not necessarily romantic relationships, but any type of friendship yeah. or, you know, a romantic relationship or, you know, even just like you said, like One Direction sort of coming onto a break now. They don't teach you how difficult that's going to be or not getting to see your friend again or moving away from someone or sort of, you know, friendships, a lot of times they end and you don't really get to learn about how how that affects you and like how weird it is to... You know, hear about a person five years down the line that you haven't talked to in, you know, forever. So I think it, it could be a lot of things there.
1: Damn, I'm just like reevaluating um. my entire life from that. I'm just like, wow, that really hit deep. <laughs> 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 oh no! <laughs> no, I'm good, but you know, it just made me really think <laughs> things through, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. This song, it's got so many levels. It really you does. You gotta interpret it a million ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, again, we have that aren't we and the repetition of thought we were going strong, thought we were holding on. It really feels like sort of everything's crumbling down and, you know, the person singing doesn't know how to make it stop and doesn't know how to make it better. It's just things are going without them knowing what to do. Yeah,
1: it's just like now my heart's breaking and I don't know what to do. Like, that's just so sad.
0: Mm-hmm. It really is. <laughs> like there's they have no control over it you know yeah um so do you have anything else about that part
1: um no I think we pretty much covered it I think that I like how they repeated the lines that we were going on that we were holding or oh my god I keep doing that thought we were going strong (laughs) thought we were holding on aren't we I think it's like yeah good that they repeated it and just like drive that point home you know
0: yeah I like that um it adds to the desperation
1: yep good old desperation (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: gotta love that Um, now we move into the chorus Um, and I think everyone's singing but I heard Liam the most Mm -hmm, same Um, it's you and me got a whole lot of history oh (laughs) we could be the greatest team that the world has ever seen you and me got a whole lot of history oh (laughs) (laughs) so don't let it go (laughs) we can make some more we can live forever. It's so strange reading these lyrics without doing this, like, the song It's part seriously of it.
1: my favorite part of doing lyric analysis is just, like, having you read them completely <laughs> deadpan, but, like, slightly with some tonality to it, but, like, it honestly just sounds <laughs> like you're reading, like, spoken word poetry, but, like, you don't really know <laughs> what you're doing but it's it's <laughs> so great cuz you it. have
0: that instinct to put like this the song exactly, to it. The yeah. Melody to it, but you can't. And then things don't rhyme correctly and oh, you yeah. read it.
1: Yeah. Uh, annoying. I like how you're like trying but, to suppress um, the rhythm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't stop the beat apparently. Yeah. Um so this is there's a lot of g- <laughs> guitar guitar <laughs> strumming. Um no, there was a little guitar strum, and then there's sort of this pause, and then the big chorus hits. because um, I think even the first time I heard the chorus, I wasn't really expecting it to be like this. I thought it was, like, harsher than I expected. I thought it was going to be more chill, because I think, um, the non-chorus bits are a little bit more chill and, like, acousticy, and then the chorus hits, and it's a bit louder and clappy and whatever. Um... But I think it does fit well together. I don't think it doesn't fit well together. Um, and I do like how it's sort of like a pause and then oh, you and me. And we go like really big into that. Yeah. Um, it's really dramatic. Yeah. Um, What did you think of that whole transition part?
1: Um, You cut out there. Were you asking me what do I think? Yeah. What do you think of the transition? Okay, part? good. I just didn't want to like, okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I I like it because I think it's transitioning from um a really like desperate sort of like hopeless questioning type feel into like this more like firm and solid and like happy and uplifting type vibe and I think Mm -hmm. um even like the melody definitely um like parallels that and I think it works really well and it's like really like happy and you just like want to you know like stomp your feet and just like clap your hands and just dance around for the chorus and I think it really works
0: yeah. And the lyrics are so much more positive. Yeah. Like we have this history, like we had like such an awesome time. We, you know, we're, we were best friends or something, you know, yeah. it's way happier than what was before. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about the, the line, we could be the greatest team the world has ever seen. Because the word team, I think is really interesting. And again, sort of uh, has a has um makes me think of all these different interpretations. Team could be the fans and them. It could be, you know, the 1D team. It could be the boys. It could be a relationship. Team is very... And were we saying this last time or were we just talking when we were talking about the word team and how it could be... It's very, like, gender neutral and, you know, doesn't necessarily mean... Like, one type of relationship. I don't know if that was on the show or not.
1: Um, I don't remember either, because sometimes when you talk about One Direction, I'm like, do we say this on the show? But I think we talked about the word <laughs> team a little bit on the show, but I don't think we talked about, like, mm-hmm. the whole, like, gender-neutral aspect and, um, things like that.
0: Yeah, I just... Do you have more thoughts on that? I, I really like it. I
1: literally... This is one of my favorite lines, and I think this is, like, the line that jumped out at me the first time I listened to it, because... Um, I think I talked about it on the last show. I just love the word team f- to describe any type of relationship ever because it's just, like, so equal. Like, there's no, like, hierarchy or, like, superiority in this. It's, like, you're on the same level. You're both working towards a goal. You're both helping each other, supporting each other. And you have to work together
0: as a team. Yeah. To, to make things happen. There's
1: no I in team. Um... <laughs> but, um but yeah I just love it it just like it's so perfect it was like the perfect word like shout out to whoever chose that word um
0: I know see that would be a great question yeah if we ever got to talk to Julian Bonetta yes like who chose the word team yeah. why was it chosen <laughs> like did you think as deeply as we think about the gender neutral of the
1: word I know we would just like go through neutrality yeah we'd go through every single word like who chose we who chose could like go through every single thing um yeah but yeah I just love it I just think um out of the entire like song I think it just like really stands out to me and I think the whole idea of One Direction and the fans being a team is so cool because it's it's just true like the boys do so much but then like the fans do like so much as well, like promoting and just like supporting them and like trending mm-hmm. on Twitter and like buying things and just, you know, just being supportive. I think it's, it's really an awesome, you know, it's definitely teamwork. Um, So I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah. And I love the word you as well. And that, that's a word that I think a lot of people are happier with in One Direction songs rather than when the boys sing she. Yeah just because it, it does ha- sort of leave it open to any type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, you could be a group of people. It could be the fans. Um, so again, you have that with that word. Um, yeah, as well.
1: I just love songs about friendship, I think. Um, and this definitely seems to be like a friendship type song. Um,
0: yeah, and it seems like the, the pr- people have had a past. They know it's good. They, they're comfortable with each other. They have history, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that just, like, I don't know, it's so interesting because I feel like there's not enough songs about friendship and, like, the, like, tumultuous, you know, times that you can have in a friendship. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I just, I really like it. And um, I think that more artists need to, like, explore um, the idea of friendships being important because, you know, like... Um, like romantic relationships or sexual relationships aren't like the end all be all. Like friendships are super important. Um, so you know, that's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the song "Girlfriends" comes to mind um, by what? Are, what's the Iconipop. what do they call? Icona Pop, um, which is all about like only needing your girlfriends by your side. And whatever. And I think it's so true that there aren't enough friendship songs because relationships a lot of times come and go. yeah. um, And friends can come and go. But a a lot of times you have friends that you just know are going to be with you throughout your life, you know? Yeah. Like, they're not not just, like, finicky, 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 fickle? Yeah, Mm -hmm. fickle. (laughs) I don't know. And so, like, those are so important. And, like, maybe you have a relationship for a year, but your friends have known you forever a lot of times. So, yeah. I agree. Thanks. Um, How do you feel about the the pronunciation of "me" in this song? I particularly love it. They say "May." Oh my god! Oh my god! That reminds (laughs) 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 that reminds me of the um, "It's gonna be May." Yes. Oh my god! It's
1: like the new generation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because it really is. You and May got a whole lot of history. (laughs)
1: also, it just reminds me of, like, um, in seventh grade, like, when people would have all those, like, really weird, like, emo memes, and, like, they would pronounce, or they would, like, write, um, the, as in T-E-H, I think, and, like, me would be M-E-H, oh, yeah, yeah. and, like, it would just be, like, a yeah, little, like, yeah. dinosaur with, like, um, some, like, emo hair, and, like, or, like, the, like, <laughs> I has a cookie or something, like, <laughs> that just, like, reminds me of that. Um, yeah, TBT. Huh.
0: I love it. Um, and then, uh, the whole, so don't let it go, we can make some more, we can live forever. This is just like the, I love like the, this, the live forever part. Yeah. I I don't, like the interpretation of that for me. Obviously, it's not human biology because no one can live forever, (laughs) but it's, it's sort of got, that sort of godly feel, like if you get it, like it's got this like higher, praisey, godly. I, I this is what I wrote, mm-hmm. high bit like a praise type godly thing magic.
1: <laughs> oh, nice.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't know how to, like I didn't know how to express it. But it's like we can live forever. It's sort of got this um like uh, uh otherworldly yeah. feel to it, I guess. Yeah, and and the way it's sung, there's like a lot of harmonies on it too. Um, and it just feels like it's, like, going to another level, going, like, to another world or something. I'm making a lot of hand motions right now. (laughs) I
1: knew it. I knew it. It definitely sounds like a hand motion type, um, type conversation.
0: (laughs) Did you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I
1: definitely agree with you. I think that, like, the word forever is just, like, a pretty, like, powerful word, like, you know? And also, Mm -hmm. I just love that it's, like, we can live forever, because it's not, like, I can live forever, because that's, like, would be a whole Mm -hmm. different, like, you know, thing, Um, but the fact that it just, like, you know, the team living forever, it's just, like, awesome, and just, it makes me think, like, um, like, you know, like, going down in history, and also how, like, art always outlives the artist, and, like, how Mm -hmm. music, even when people pass away, like, the music that they make, or, like, the books that they write, or the art that they've made, like, always lives on, and basically, in that way, people live forever, Um, so... That's
0: crazy. Yeah, and it brings a whole new meaning to the title. Rather than just, like, Mm -hmm. we have history, like, together as a team or whatever, we have history. It's, like, we're making history. We're, like, ourselves are actually making history. And, you know, One Direction is gonna go down in history in a way. Like, this is a huge phenomenon to have a band, um, be, like, sort of the first big banned on social media and having that fan-driven power. Um, yeah. And I think down the line, we're going to remember that. Uh, maybe, yeah. like, in a different way than the Beatles are remembered or whatever. It's going to be different, but they're going to have their own type of living on forever,
1: which is yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. It just, it's so cool, like, to think about. I don't know. It's going to be awesome. And just, like, thinking about, like, the Beatles fans that are, were alive during, like, their prime and, like, looking back on it and just, like, how different, like, the history is for each person because they all have their own different histories with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, cool. It's cool, man. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah. And I love that that here you get a sort of a direct command, so don't let it go. So, like, the singer's saying, don't let it go. Like, they were very unsure before, and they're, and they're yeah. sort of, like, saying, don't let it go. We can make some more. You know, we have this possibility – to be something even greater than what we have been and what we're doing now. Like, don't let this stop right now because we're on a roll. I get that feel.
1: Yeah, and I love how it's, like, more like what you were saying. They're so much more sure of themselves in this -hmm. in the chorus than they were in the verses. Mm -hmm. And um, I really like the contrast because I think that it's, like, like I said, more realistic that they, if they were just saying, like, you know, don't let it go the entire time and, like, we can make some more. I feel like it wouldn't, like, have this, like, authentic and, like, vulnerable feeling. But the fact that, like, you know, they went through in the chorus or the verses, like, the whole, like, questioning period and then, like, now they're, like, strong and um, sure of themselves and, like, they know that they want to, like, not let it go. I Mm -hmm. think that it's just, like, a very interesting, like, journey that the song, you know, takes you on.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love that the music, like, in the background reflects that, that journey as yeah.
1: well. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. So then we have Liam. Uh he says, all of the rumors, all of the fights, but we always find a way to make it out alive. Thought we were going strong, thought we were holding on, aren't we? Um and at this uh, verse I was I was looking in particular at the word rumors. Um this to me Rumors could be, if you look at it from a fan perspective, um, like the rumors that get thrown around about One Direction themselves, like in their relationships, and if the boys are friends with each other, or <coughs> rumors about the band breaking up and stuff like that, and even also mm. just rumors about the fans as well, and how the public views the fans as a lot mm. of times really in a really negative light. Um, so, I saw those as rumors. But I think also, if you look at it from an individual relationship perspective, it could be, you know, rumors about someone's relationship with like maybe their friends are talking about them or their family doesn't approve or, you know, all these rumors that they've had. Did you have anything about rumors in particular?
1: Um, I definitely thought it from a fan perspective and just like the media, because um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's like a huge part of their lives. Um, but I definitely think that there are definitely many ways to interpret it, so that's interesting that you thought of, like, um, like, in a non-celebrity way,
0: like, mm-hmm. friends
1: and family type, like, rumors. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, also with all of the fights, does that mean fights within a band? Does that mean fights? Because I don't feel like there were fights with the fans, so I don't think it's fights <laughs> between, like, the boys and the fans. Um, so, like... Fights, I don't know where those fights occurred, and that's where I see it more maybe a, a personal relationship where you're fighting with whoever's on the team, you know, who's ever part of the team. Um, I don't know, what do you think?
1: Um, I mean, I definitely took it to um, be sort of a what's it called to be talking about Zane, mm-hmm. um, just because I don't know, I interpreted the fights as like an intra band fight, mm-hmm. um. Because I think that would make the most sense. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, like, very interesting that they sort of, like, were very real and, like, said that it's, you know, not great 100% of the time. Like, we're not, you know, cheery and, like, love each other all the time. I mean, they love each other, but, like, sometimes, you know, there's fights. And that's yeah. perfectly natural and normal. Yeah. Um, And I think it's it's... Weird when, like, people ask them, like, do you fight and stuff, and then, like, they're kind of, they need to say that they never fight, because, mm-hmm. like, or else, like, people will be like, oh, my God, like, One Direction fights, they're gonna break up, like, mm-hmm. when in reality, like, friends fight all the time, yeah. and that's completely natural and normal, but, like, they're not really allowed to um, divulge that and, like, be normal human boys, like, mm-hmm. it just, I think it's it's great that they, like, just kind of popped that in there and made it more, like, real.
0: Yeah, it, that's, it reminds me of, like, when they went on James Corden for the first time and said, you know what, Zane leaving, we were angry about it, you know? Yeah. It yeah. definitely has that very truthful uh, thing where you can be like, you know what, I understand that. That's relatable. Yeah, um, And I think also, oh, I was going to say that I thought it was interesting. I heard in one of the interviews we've gotten um, recently, uh, I think... I don't know who was talking, but they were talking about how one of the little squabbles that they would have when they were back um, at the beginning of the formation of the band was, like, Louis used to get really cold when the window was open, and they used to fight about how the window would be open or shut or whatever. What? And I, I just, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a really big fight, but they used to, like, squabble about that. And it just, like, brought up funny memories of, like, fighting with my own sister about how... Like open or shut the door had to be at night when we were younger. Like we were scared of the dark. Just like funny little things like that. um, <laughs> That this <laughs> temperature all of the can.
1: What? Yeah, temperature can be like a real dividing factor with like yeah. someone you're living with. Gotta say I'm very thankful that my roommate likes a cold room because I needed to be like Arctic tundra in my my <laughs> room. Um and I know not everyone's like that and uh, you know me and Louie can never live together because I need it to be freaking cold as all heck in my room. Oh um, no, so. I like
0: the warmth. I would rather be hell? warm. Yeah, I mean like guess we sweating? Can't ever live together. No, like not sweating, but like not cold. Like I don't like
1: cold. Oh, we know. have I... to like have the window open like during the middle of the winter to oh, have gosh. it as cold as we like it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so strange though how people's body temperatures are so different. Like, I never understand yeah. it.
1: Like, I know, it is really weird. When
0: other people are hot, it doesn't make sense to yeah. me.
1: Yeah. Also, I've heard that redheads, um, and I'm a redhead, um, have, like, a really sensitive um, temperature detection, and <laughs> so, like, we get, like, colder and hotter than, like, normal people. Like, there's just, like, so many weird, You're fa- so weird like, redhead Cara. facts. I know, I literally am mutant. Like, it's really weird. Like, I need more, um, I was about to say synesthesia, Anesthesia. When, like, I'm getting procedures done, like, my dentist said that that was an actual true fact that redheads need more anesthesia than, like, your average Joe. That's um, so weird. So, you know, little redhead fact for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for all you redheads out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so back to the song. Yeah, I don't uh, even know where we were. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're on Liam's verse. <laughs> um, okay. The, I, let's, let's look at the line, but we always find a way to make it out alive. That to me is, like, they're surviving a lot. They make it out together. They're working as that team. And, like, in this way, also, it makes me think that, like, it could have been them fighting where, like, they make it out alive. They get through the fight. They make up. But also there could have been outside forces, like, working, causing those fights or that they're also fighting with. And I think that could definitely be interpreted as the media or, like, a family that doesn't accept the relationship or different stuff like that where there's these other forces that they have to get through together as well and, like, once they do get through it, they're stronger afterwards and they made it out alive and they've, they're sort of, they've survived whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I think it's so interesting that they chose to use the word alive instead of all right, which Mm -hmm. I feel like would be the more, um, like, typical rhyme with fight. Mm -hmm. Um... Alive is so much more like powerful, like, yeah, that means like you almost died, like, from that, and mm-hmm. not just like you're not all right, but like you're alive, yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know, like, it's just crazy. Like, it's not saying that they like made it and they're like totally like scar free, but they they made it out alive, and I think that's such a powerful line, yeah. Um, and yeah, I really like it, and I like that they chose alive instead of all right, um. I don't know. It, it just kind of crazy and I think that this also um kind of goes with the Zane thing because they've been talking about how like when, you know, when he left, um they sort of just like came together and like were became stronger from it because that they all wanted to be there and that they mm-hmm. all like wanted to do like keep doing what they're doing. So I think that like, you know, that's like from the other side. Like Yeah,
0: that's such You know, a good they point. came out
1: the other side. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to they say. They may have yeah. lost
0: a member along the way, <laughs> but...
1: <Yeah>. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> they made it out alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, anything else about that part? Nope. All right, so then we have the chorus again, um, and I don't think it's any. there's any real differences there. Um no. And then we move into Louis's part. What are these parts call- called in the song? It's like the C I, part or something. Like the what? The C isn't there? Like an A, B, and this is like the C, sort of like what, oh, a, what were yeah. you gonna call it?
1: <laughs> oh, I always feel like they're called the breakdown or something. But oh, I also yeah. kind of like the yeah. bridge.
0: No, the bridge is
1: before the chorus. Mm.
0: Breakdown, I yeah, <laughs>
1: i'm just gonna we'll just call it that or something if you You know
0: know, write in and let us know
1: (laughs) yeah because we're hopeless about this kind of things
0: yeah okay let me read this bit out mini bars expensive cars hotel rooms and new tattoos the good champagne and private planes but they don't mean anything because the truth is out i realize that without you here life is just a lie this is not the end. This is not the end. We can make it. You know it. You know. Oh, this part. Yes, Louis. Yes! Like, I know, so good. Right? He sounds so good on it. Um, Do you think it's significant that Louis sings this bit? Because I feel like he's always been one who doesn't really care about buying expensive things or getting wrapped up on that glamour side of fame. I feel like he in particular, him and Nile, especially, just like don't really give a crap about any of that.
1: Um, yeah, I feel like more so Niall. I just feel like Nile just like I always forget that like Nile's like worth millions of dollars. Like yeah. I mean I guess all them all of them are, but like you you just like see Nile and like I don't know. I feel like he's just like one of the one of the boys down home or something. Like <laughs> um I don't know. Uh I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, I think it's just interesting that they like kind of like um called your attention to fame, and just, like, all the things that, like, you associate mm-hmm. with fame, um, mm-hmm. and just, like, interesting, like, what they chose to, um, illustrate that, because, yeah. um, I don't know, I feel like, um, uh, you know, your typical celebrity wouldn't say new tattoos, like, as, um, mm-hmm. like, a thing associated with fame, but, like, all of them except Nile I guess, Um, really love their tattoos, and that's become, like, a part of them during One Direction. Like, I don't think any of them had tattoos. No, none of them had tattoos before going into One Direction. So it's kind of, like, um, intrinsically connected to, like, One Direction for them and, like, being famous and, like, getting tattoos. So I think that was, like, interesting. And I think that's, like, um, no no one else really, I think, would have added that in. And I think that's really cool that they did.
0: Yeah, I think also, like, like you said, like, the fame... I wonder what would have happened if they had never been in One Direction. If they, I doubt they would have all gotten those that many tattoos, you know, definitely.
1: Yeah, or the same tattoos, probably not.
0: Yeah, definitely not the same tattoos, for sure. Because yeah. I think Harry definitely goes on his experiences with his tattoos and stuff like that. It, it, it definitely feels like it's sort of wrapped up in the fame part of things. And, like, tattoos are expensive as well. And the way that the mm-hmm. boys get it... When, Mm -hmm. you know, we saw in the Perfect Music video, they have sometimes tattoo artists come to their hotel rooms, like, privately, and it's, or they, like, will go to a a a tattoo parlor late at night, and it's, it definitely isn't just as a normal person gets a tattoo, you know? (laughs) It's a different experience.
1: And, like, I'm just thinking, like, Liam wouldn't have his four arrows, like, crazy, Mm -hmm. man, like, Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also, um, the hotel rooms reminded me of Niall talking about wanting to, n- like, not wanting to stay in hotel rooms when he goes traveling. He just wants to stay, like, as a, as a normal kid, you know, traveling would in the, what are they called? Yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. hostels.
0: Yeah, hostels. I was gonna say something else that I knew wasn't the right word. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what were you gonna say?
0: Brothel. <laughs> Yeah, I meant hostile. Yes. But so, yeah, I like that they say like all this stuff that, that, you know, a lot of people when they look at fame, they're like, oh, I want to have a private plane. I want to, you know, be able to get expensive cars and stay in really fancy hotels and not have to worry about paying for stuff in the minibar or whatever. But like they're saying like we've done that, but that doesn't mean anything, you know, Like that, really, it means nothing. Although, like, yeah, it's nice, but it doesn't mean anything. uh,
1: Which I thought was
0: interesting. It's just stuff. Yeah, and also, it's like all um,
1: fake. Yeah, and how um, I I think Liam talks a lot about how they feel a lot of times in Nile. I guess kind of all of them talk about how, like, in hotel rooms, they often feel trapped because they can't leave. And it, almost becomes like a prison type situation because they can't like go explore the like country that they've come to visit they've just like been trapped in this really you know I'm sure it's like lavish and expensive expensive and like really nice but like they'd rather be um out exploring so like it's just like interesting like we would probably like die to like stay in a really nice hotel but like they would probably you know be really excited to just like live a normal life um for like a day so it's just interesting
0: Yeah, again, because you look at the perfect music video, and they had their meetings right in the hotel rooms. Yeah. Um, They had the the teleconference, I mean, not teleconference, the um, press conference that they just did in Mexico was in the hotel. Like, they don't even leave a lot of times.
1: Oh my god. And, like, I know from, like, living in a small dorm room, like, it's the worst when you kind of are confined into a small space. Like, granted, I'm sure that the hotels I stay in are a lot nicer than my dorm room, but, like, (laughs) just being in one space and, like, not being able to, like, go and have fresh air is, like, the worst feeling in the world. And it just makes you feel, like, super just trapped. And I know Nile is, like, um gets often, like, panicked in, like, tight spaces, so I'm sure, like, that's Mm -hmm. not fun for him, um, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, what did you think of the lines, that seemed like a really random transition, (laughs) and let me accept what you just said, yes, I agree with you, (laughs) okay, (laughs) what did you think of the lines, because the truth is out, um, I realize that without you here, life is just a lie. This, like, threw me off a bit. So, I don't know. Like, it's hard to, it's hard for me to interpret. So, what did you think of that?
1: Um, yeah, I feel like it's kind of phrased a little weirdly. Um, I, maybe it's for the purposes of, like, how they sing it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like it's, like, because the truth is out. Like, who who brought the truth out? Like, mm-hmm. the truth just come out randomly. I just <laughs> And what is confused. this
0: truth like? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what is the truth of what you speak? But, um, I don't know, I guess probably the, that, the fame stuff doesn't mean anything. I guess that's mm-hmm. what the truth is that they're, like, saying. But it's, like, interesting that they didn't say, like, I, re- oh, they did say I realized. But yeah, they didn't, they kind of just, like, made this truth kind of just, like, this ominous thing that just kind of, like, happened one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I realized that without you here, life is just a lie. Um, so, I don't know, I keep on interpreting it as, like, the fans, and I think that they, this is sort of just, like, you know, like a love, a love line to their fans, mm-hmm. um, and saying that, like, without them, like, they would be nothing, or not nothing, but, you know, they wouldn't be One Direction, Yeah. Um, and they wouldn't have the experiences that they would have, they would have had, or they've had, mm-hmm. yeah, um, words. And so, yeah, that's what I interpreted it as. What were you thinking?
0: Um, I don't know. It was, like, you have that contrast of the truth and a lie, which is interesting. Um, Mm because the the truth is out... The truth, for me, could be that without you here, life is just a lie. Like, that is the truth that has come out. Like, this is the truth that I've now realized that without you here, life is just a lie. But, like, I think the truth could also be, like the truth that Zayn didn't want to be in the band anymore or something oh. could be. uh, Because then they could say, like, that type of truth is out. And now mm. I've realized, like, without you, the fans, or without you, the rest of the band, like, life is just a lie. I don't really know. It's confusing because I don't know what this truth is. I think the truth could be a lot of things. And life being a lie, lie is such an interesting word. I don't know. It's not like life doesn't matter. It's like life is a lie. Like it's fake or something without the other person. Like it doesn't mean life is a lie as in like it's not as glamorous as we expected it to be. It's not as like, like they said earlier, like the hotel rooms, they don't mean anything. Like all this sort of fame, fame is a lie. And like it's not really as glamorous and how, how awesome as everyone thinks it is like, without the person or without that relationship or the, you know, the fans or whatever, like, it's not, it doesn't mean anything, I don't know, it's, it had a lot of interpretations.
1: Yeah, I think that's so interesting what you said about Zayn, like, because the truth is out, and, like, how, um, you know, in Zayn's case, he, I mean, the truth came out that he didn't want to be in One Direction anymore, and and I'm sure that hurt them, it, you know, it, it upset the fans, um not all of them but you know like it i mean it disrupted you know what we had going um so um yeah i think that it goes back to like them being stronger or like i don't know like reimagining the band and being strong in a different way i guess would be mm-hmm. um a better way to say it mm-hmm. um so i think that maybe like they like i don't know i'm sure that they had like had to have had like a thought that when zane want to leave like should um i mean like regardless of uh contracts and stuff um i feel like they probably were like i mean like is this it like is this the end Mm -hmm. like should we just quit but then they realized that like without the fans um they like they don't want to keep going they like want to stay like what like with what they have and like stay with the fans and like keep going with one direction um yeah so yeah
0: yeah, I agree. And I just want to repeat again that we're not saying that the boys wrote this about Zayn. We're saying that this is our own feelings yeah. about Zayn. And like, that's how we're interpreting it with the song. Not that we think that the boys wrote this song with mm-hmm. Zane in mind. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's like, good, this is what it means clarifying. to us. Um, and it happens to fit something that happened in our lives. And the thing that happened in our lives is, was, is that Zane left One Direction. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, which just happens to fit with the theme of this podcast. So, um, and then, like you said, like they're saying, they're realizing that this isn't the end and we have that repetition of this is not the end. This is not the end. Like they say it twice. Like they're really hitting home with that. And I was thinking, like, when they do say it, is it really saying, like, they're, they're making a declaration that this is not the end? Or do you see it in a way as sort of they're begging, saying, please don't, like, please stay, this is not the end, like, come back, like, this isn't the end. Or are they saying, like, this is not the end? Like, I don't know.
1: Um, I took it as definitely a declarative or declarative, I don't know, declaring mm-hmm. statement. Um, Because they just seem so sure. And I this is Louis singing, right? Or is it all of them?
0: Uh, This is Louis, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. So, like, it definitely, like, it's like, they're, like, shouting. Like, Louis shouting at this. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not, like, a question mark. It's not kind of, like, um, I don't know. It definitely seems like it's he's pretty sure, or they're Mm -hmm. pretty sure, of, like, what they're trying to say. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's more of a promise, I think, than sort of, like, a desperate kind of sentiment. Which I think is makes it even more powerful just because it's sort of like it is like a promise with the fans Mm -hmm. um so yeah I really like that line a lot I think it's so powerful and it just like really makes it um a song to and about the fans
0: yeah I think I think it's a super strong line and the fact that they say it twice um yeah but I think also there could be a way that it could be like them trying to convince themselves as well in it like yeah you know like a reassurance to themselves that this isn't the end because like you said like w- when you know a- with the band or without the band or whatever in a different relationship it could be someone questioning like whether um because they were very unsure of themselves at the beginning in this relationship in this team mm-hmm. and then they're like you know what this isn't the end you know I'm gonna reassure myself this isn't the end this isn't the end so maybe not like begging or questioning still but like I don't know like, in my own interpretation, if it's as strong as, like, saying it, like, for sure that it's yeah. not the end. I don't know. I feel like there's still a hint of unsurety. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's the word. Um, yeah. I think I maybe at the that. end, maybe at the end, I don't know. What well, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Because I definitely yeah, also because, see like, it as saying, um, like, very sure this isn't the end. But I don't know. There's a lot of feelings. Yeah.
1: I really liked what you said there that was, like, them trying to convince themselves that mm-hmm. it's not the end. Because I think a lot of this is sort of, like, I mean, sure, they're talking to us or, you know, whatever, who they're talking to. But, like, in a way, they're, like, also talking to themselves mm-hmm. um, and trying to, like, figure themselves out. And yeah. so I, I think that all, that definitely speaks to it and definitely that line. Um, yeah. It just ha- has so many different meanings and it's so interesting.
0: Yeah. And then we have we can make it, you know it, you know. So again, more repetition. Um and that sort of it sort of has that similar feeling to the this is not at the end. It's saying, We can make it, you know it, like you know, like you know we can make it. Yeah. Um it's it's just got that, that similar it's it's very it's got that sort of desperation and like passion to it. Like there's a lot of emotion there.
1: Mm-hmm, definitely.
0: Um, and I really like it. Um, then we have the chorus again, and at this point in the chorus, there's some whistling, there's some shouting, there's clapping, there's more of these, like, crowd noises, and I was thinking that this could be where the fans that came in to record part of the chorus and to have that crowd noise, uh, came in with, like, that shouting. Because when you hear the chorus, it doesn't sound like there's... Other people other than the boys singing? I don't know. What did you hear on that on that type of thing?
1: Um, I remember, like, hearing... I don't remember where I heard the fans. I think it might have been on one of the last, um, like, <laughs> repetitions of the verses. Um, But, yeah, I definitely heard, like, those weird, like, whistling. And someone definitely said yeehaw or something like that. <laughs> and I thought that, like, really fit with the, the tone of the song. Because um, it definitely reminds me of, like, Toy Story. And I think Liam had said that. So I definitely see, like... Um, Buzz and Woody, just, you know, like, being their old pals and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just yeehaw, just seemed to, like, really fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I thought it was interesting that through threw those, like, little, like, sound bites in there.
0: Yeah, I liked them. I- again, it has that campfire feel or, like, live version yeah. feel, you know, um, which I like. Uh, then we move into the very ending of the song, and we have Harry singing... So don't let me go. So don't let me go. We can live forever, and then Liam singing, "Baby, don't you know? Baby, don't you know? We can live forever." And again, we have repetition, which I think is a is a common like thing we've seen throughout this whole song. Um, it reminds me. Both of these parts remind me sort of again with that desperation. It's sort of like a mantra, a chant. It, like it's re- reinforcing the idea like, again and again, that this is not the end. I could see it as a chant, you know? Yeah. What did you think of the this as the ending of the song?
1: Um, I think that it kind of goes back to the sort of the same, it, like, is a mixture of, like, the same, like, unsure feelings of the first part, and then, like, the more sure parts of the chorus um mm-hmm. I think I got all those words right because like so don't let me go is pretty desperate like I mean I don't want to say desperate but like that's like it's full of desperation and just like longing and just um it's, it's asking pretty open someone
0: and- not to let you go
1: yeah exactly it's not like telling them yeah. um but then like then you have we can live forever which is a pretty much a, a statement it's not a question or like um asking someone to do something mm-hmm. um so then, and then, like, we end off with, baby, don't you know, we can live forever, which is more of a declarative statement, or declarative, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it's interesting that, like, it sort of, like, sums up the whole song within, mm-hmm. like, all the emotions that you get from the song in this last little piece here.
0: Yeah, I love that interpretation. I definitely feel that, too. And, uh, I think also Liam ends it on, with some oohs that sort of, like, drag on at the end. Mm. Um that that feels again like it's not ending it's not an abrupt end It sort of like ooze and fades out a bit and like it's not going to end I guess Mm. I don't know that's cool yeah but um do you have any other thoughts on the lyrics of this song how did you think the lyrics were when we talk about things like Um, making it relatable and making it personal and making it detailed? How do you think that fits in with the rest of One Direction's uh, songs that they've written?
1: Um, I really like this song, I think, because it can be interpreted about the fans and friendship. I think those are two things that are very personal to me. Um, And I think that I definitely can relate to this song more than I can to other songs, Um, And I think that it seems like they're definitely writing out of their own, like, hearts and minds. Um, Mm -hmm. My voice cracked a little there. So I think that, like, I definitely do like that. And I love when you can just see it in the lyrics that, like, it's definitely, like, a personal song. And I think it means a lot to them. And I think that it means a lot to us, too. So, um, yeah, overall, I really like the lyrics. And I think um, it's not like – I know it's not, like, the most completely specific, like, I don't know, like – most specific thing ever but I think that I really do like it yeah
0: (laughs) yeah I agree I think there's not there's not something that like grounds it to a specific experience like you know like not it's not something that you can't necessarily picture like an actual scene happening or like an actual thing it's much more generalized but I think it almost doesn't matter because in this sense it still is super relatable And you can find those interpretations without having uh, a specific experience to, to ground it in. Um, and I think, I think the, the emotion comes like through with the repetition. I think it comes through Mm -hmm. with the way they sing it and like the passion that it's, you can feel the strong emotion, even though it's not as specific as I generally think is super good songwriting, you know? Yeah. Um. So, I think we're, we sort of agree with that. But I, I, this is definitely one of my favorite songs, for sure. Mm. Um, how would you rate it out of 1 through 10 for oh songs? Oh my god,
1: I am the worst at this. <coughs> um, maybe an... Uh, I want to say like an 8.7 to mm-hmm. a 9.2.
0: And why would you give it that rating?
1: Um, maybe it's higher. I don't know. I just feel like I can't give all songs like a 9.9, 9, you know, yeah. um, because I love it and I love um, how stripped back it is and the lyrics. But I just, um, I don't know. I just think that like, um, it's not like my top like three of the album, but it's it's definitely up there. So maybe a 9.4, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. I'm, I'm bad at assigning numbers. I just, That's okay. <laughs> yeah. What about you?
0: Um, I think I'd give it maybe like a nine point five. I really do Ooh. like it, and I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it might be in my top top three of the album. Hmm. Um, it's so hard to choose a top three, but I really, really like this song. I think yeah. it's super fun, and I think the emotions are good. I don't know. It's it's definitely one of my favorites for sure and i think it's mm. one of my favorite one direction songs in general it's so hard like Ooh. what song would you give a 10 you know that's I know. so hard to say like there's ones that i love but you never want to give a song a 10 like that's just crazy but <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh, so yeah i definitely put it high up there yeah um and then if you were to see a music video for this song um First of all, do you think it'll ever be a single? And then what would you want the music video to be? I know a lot of listeners have written in asking us to do this question um <coughs> for all the songs we discuss. So,
1: um I don't know if I could see it being a single. I wish it would be. Um I think that would be so cool, especially like maybe their last single before they go on break. I feel like that would be so meaningful and like awesome to just like hear that um on the radio and just like I don't know. It'd be sad, but also like really nice at the same time to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, um, so, I mean, I don't know. I literally can never tell what their single choice is. I just don't even want to get into that. Um, (laughs) but I would love to see it as a single. And I think that like, um, for a music video wise, I think they definitely should make it like, um, about either just the boys or like the fans i don't know how they could incorporate the fans but i feel like it'd be really cool if they did i think i don't know what song we also said like it could be like a little things point two i don't remember what maybe it was this song it was, but I feel it like was history one.
0: i was talking about it last week because i just was talking about if i wanted uh which ones i wanted to have music videos for and i said history and i said that i would want it to be something where you got the fans involved and stuff
1: yeah, so I I don't know how they would, because I also would want to see just kind of, like, scenes of, like, just the boys, like, hanging out and, like, goofing off. Because I think those are just, mm-hmm. like, really, like, priceless scenes. Um, yeah. Like, either, you know, like, we keep, like, saying about, like, a campfire, or, like, on a dock at a lake. Or just, like, you know, like, some sort of, like, summer scene that just, like, <laughs> you just kind of want to hang out with your friends. And just, yeah. like, it's just, like, nostalgic. And, like, everyone kind of has, like, you know, when you think summer, you just, like, kind of think of, like campfires and like camping out and like like lakes and kind of stuff like that. So I think that would be really cute if they did something like that. But also I think like I don't know why, but like this song sounds like wood to me. Like it just sounds like wood grain. I don't know why. No, but like I you get know, sometimes yeah, like sometimes you just like kind of get an association of like a color like a thing with mm-hmm. a song. Um so this this song is definitely like wood. I don't know how <laughs> that could be incorporated, but um they like a all nice hold wood blocks floor of
0: wood and dance around.
1: Yeah, definitely just like maybe use that as the instrument. No, okay. um,
0: just some just good. a
1: slab of wood. Um <laughs> so I don't I honestly I was trying to think of like what um they could do to like incorporate the fans in like a kind of a casual setting, but I'm not sure. Like maybe it would be cute if like they had like like clips of like groups of friends that were fans, like mm-hmm. you know, like um at the. I'm just like thinking of like a camp now. I don't know, like at some camp and like they're. Could you all, like, imagine if a... there
0: was a One Direction camp? How cool That'd would be that be? That'd be so
1: fun. We should I would host be a it. counselor should, like, so this.
0: fast. You oh don't yeah, even we would. Know. We should
1: be like the head counselors. That'd be. We so could fun.
0: start this. Oh my god. Okay,
1: I'm down. When you know, like I mean, like when the break is happening, like we need to like make yeah. some new content. So i yeah, know what I'm,
0: I'm doing next summer yes
1: <laughs> that'd be so fun we should have an episode where like we plan out like what it could be like oh um, my god that could be our one of our like um half an hour segments yes um so what was i going with that so yeah like it could be like little clips of like them like like groups of friends who are fans like doing that because then it's like you know like a more song about friendship which would be like super cute um so yeah that's like what i would think of like for this song what about you
0: it would be so cool if there was, like, a way to invite some fans to one of those really cool, like, ropes parks, and, like, them and the boys could do, like, those, like, team building activities where you have to, like, oh my god balance with each other and, like, try to cross the bridge without falling, like, different, <laughs> like, skill building activities where you have to trust each other and, like. I could totally see that. Either if it was just the boys or, like, the boys with some fans. I would love oh footage of that. God. I think that would be that would so be cute.
1: Amazing. I don't think I would trust Louie to, like, catch me if I fell, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know but, if I would trust any of them, honestly. I think Liam might catch me, but H- Harry might, but he might also just want to... He would be
0: the one who would drop you in the first place. <laughs> He'd, like, he see a bird. Harry would, like, see a bird and, like, follow it into the forest or something. And... <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> leave you hanging
0: there um, and i feel like
1: niall he's just like a little twig like i wouldn't want to put any like pressure on him i don't want to like break his knee again so <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but i think it'd be so cool if there was a way to get the fans involved in a video like that or just like to, ha- to like film the boys like reacting to old videos of themselves or something <laughs> oh I don't my know. god
1: stop yeah that'd be so something cute. cute yeah yeah um
0: because that's, that's the happier interpretation of the song, and I'd, I'd rather have a happier interpretation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, all right, any sum-up thoughts about history do you have? Um, I think I pretty much said all I want to say. Okay, well, it's been a really good discussion. I liked this one. I think we did a really good job at getting all those interpretations out there. But if you guys have any... Um, and other interpretations because I know in the past sometimes people write in with things that like we didn't even think about at all
1: yeah um
0: we would love to you know keep keep rehashing this and looking at the lyrics in new light so definitely write in with your ideas um but let's move into feedback um from the last episode like I said my internet wasn't working so it was hard to um get all the feedback so I only have one thing um, but this is from iRachel4 on Twitter, uh, and they said, when, dis- when we were discussing the type of imagery uh, that we saw in the last album, we were saying, like, boats and, and water and stuff like that, she said, I brainstormed the imagery across all albums, just for fun, really, um, and she noticed the sun, the moon, and the nighttime were big themes, Um, and then I think she was also talking about how the first two albums didn't have so much of that type of, um, theme, like those themes, but then at Midnight Memories and Four and Made in the AM all had very similar, um, themes like that, which I definitely agree with. And I think we really need to do an episode about the, the imagery in all the albums.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's going to be really fun.
0: Yeah. We're going to need your guys' help on that one, guys. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Definitely.
0: All right. So, recommendations this week. Um, I am going to recommend that you follow Louie's younger sister, Felicity, or Fizzy, as they say, uh, on Twitter. Her Twitter handle is at FizzFizzFizz, and it's just F-I-Z, F-I-Z, F-I-Z. Um. Because I think she just, to me, seems like someone who understands social media a lot is on probably Tumblr and Twitter and gets a lot of, like, what's happening in social media, where, like, she understands fandom culture and that type of stuff, I feel, and she's very up with, like, political things going on and social things going on. What was it that today, wasn't it, she said something? Is that why you said yes? Yes.
1: Um, I was actually just looking at her Twitter today, but I don't remember what she said today, but, um, I just remember, like, I was looking through her Twitter, and someone, like, told her to, like, chill out about something that she was, like, getting passionate about, and she was, like, saying, like, instead of telling me to chill out, like, why don't you open your eyes and, like, get more informed, um, about the world, and I was just, like, that's awesome, like, that's exactly, like, what, how you should be thinking.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, that was, um, when she was talking, I think, about, um, People not reacting, people ignoring um, some of the shootings and bombings that go on in other places in the world. And mm-hmm. a lot of times people only react to things when it happens in Western culture. Yeah. Um, the one that I saw today was her reacting to um, the, what what is the his name, Sam...
1: Oh, Sam Pepper. Oh, my God. The murder prank? God. Yeah,
0: I didn't watch that. I think that's too disgusting to watch. It's
1: disgusting.
0: But she obviously is up on these types of things and um, was talking about how disgusting that was. And she was saying his friend is lucky if he didn't get PTSD from this prank. Um, I think it's totally horrible what he did. And then the other one that I saw her, she was retweeting a Sugarscape article about Calvin Klein's new fragrance that's gender fluid. Um, And I don't know. I just think that uh, for such a young person, she's like, what, 16, 15, where she knows she has this really big impact. I see her using her impact. She's got 282,000 followers on Twitter. She's using that. And I think she's using it a lot in the right ways, which is really nice to see.
1: Yeah, it's so cool. Like, I guess, like, I forget, like, I don't know. Because, like, 15 seems so young to me. But, like, mm-hmm. I know we have listeners who's fi- who are 15. Like, I know yeah. Perry, one of our listeners, who's 15. And she's so intelligent and just, like, incredible. And I just feel like, you know, people don't give, like, the respect and just, I don't know, the admiration. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you know, younger people that they deserve. Because mm-hmm. I think that, like... A lot of the times, like younger people are way more um, informed about situations than um, older people. Give them credit for slash more informed than the older people.
0: Yeah, it's scary that we're categorizing ourselves as old people now. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, but I feel like there's definitely an age gap, so I, I we're definitely like the older end um, sometimes in some oh, for spectrums.
0: Sure. For sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was my first recommendation. I have two others. (laughs) Um, my other one is to go follow, uh, Felicity or Fizzy's older sister, Lottie, on YouTube because she's been doing some really cool makeup tutorials. Um, and I think those are just enjoyable to watch. I think she's quite talented. Um, so yeah, go follow her on YouTube. And then also just a reminder to watch parts one and two of the adventurous adventures of One Direction to get ready for the third one or the third group of ones coming out because they're really hilarious and I might need to rewatch them tonight
1: yeah me too instead of doing homework that is was <laughs> due kind of a while ago um anyway <laughs> um is that all Year your three
0: Yep, that's mine.
1: Great recommendations. Okay. Um, mine I have two, I guess. Um, my first one are to watch the Honda Civic commercial behind the scenes. Um I always like kind of just ignore the One Direction Vivo. Um, I don't know why I've been doing that. It's I think it's like my denial. Um, but I ended up watching these the behind the scenes and they're so funny what the heck they're just so ridiculous like mm-hmm. Nile was talking to like the crash t- test dummy and was like completely like straight-faced monotone it was just like yeah that's my new mini, new-, new girlfriend like you know um and he was like comparing it to um the statue that he has in his garden of Barack Obama and he's like you know they don't say too much but it's just really nice to have around and it was just yeah. like Nial dying was so funny like in the fact that like I don't think Nile knows he's being funny, or just like kind of just like that's like a Nile thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um and then um what was it? Oh yeah, there was like a really cute hug that like uh Louis came over and like hugged Liam and it was just like the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Also, Louie looks so good. Like I think this is like one of my favorite hairstyles on him is like the drag me down sort of era mm-hmm. um, of his hair. And his hair has just
0: like... been so good lately. I'm so happy with <sighs> it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really happy because I wasn't the biggest fan of like his hair, um, Midnight Memories slash early four era, but this era's really mm-hmm. doing great things for his hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely go watch there's two of them so far and they're about like one minute each. So it's not a lot of time, but you know, it's it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Um and my other one is not really one direction related, but I kinda just wanted to throw it out there because it's podcast related, so you know, um, And I always love getting new podcast recommendations and giving them. So um, I've, like, talked about this to, like, Caitlin so much. Um, uh, There's this podcast called uh, Coffee with Crachel. And it's, like, a ship name of uh, Rachel and Chris. They're a couple. Um, And Rachel is Rachel Whitehurst on YouTube. And they have a podcast. Um, They're a couple. And they are just so cool. Like, they're just so, like... I don't know, it's just like, you know, you know when the kids say, like, hashtag relationship goals, like, they definitely are, like, they're just so cute, like, they're just very, um, I don't know, they're just, like, the picture of, like, domestic bliss, I don't know, they do love cooking, like, one of the episodes of the podcast, they, like, did the Myers-Briggs um, quiz or, like, test for, like, their cats, so, like, you know it's, like, good content that they're putting out, um, I would say it's probably, like, PG-13, just for, like, language, Um, but I would definitely go check them out. They're, like, really just awesome, and I don't know, they just, I think they put out two, um, episodes a week, so it's definitely, like, worth checking out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're not One Direction related, but I think it's just, like, they're great. They're really cool and funny. Um, and, you know, yeah, definitely go check her out, or check them out and check her out on YouTube. She's Rachel Whitehurst, so. And how do you spell Crachel?
0: How do you spell Crachel?
1: Um, C-H and then Rachel.
0: Okay. Cool. So I definitely... I've been, like, waiting to, like, subscribe on iTunes. So (laughs) I gotta do that.
1: Yeah, I definitely, Um, like, always talk about them to, like, all my friends. Because they're just, like, really... I just love them.
0: mm -hmm. And I've watched her YouTube videos before, and she's really cool,
1: so... Yeah, she's awesome.
0: Alright, so our question of the week this week... And this is gonna be a surprise for Kara, too. (laughs) Because I haven't (coughs) given her the notes this week. (laughs) Um, But I thought I would just... Uh, I, I think you should just send us in your stories. Last week we talked about, um, coming on an upcoming episode, we want to do, uh, a whole episode surrounding marginalized groups in the One Direction fandom. And that means race, class, gender, sexuality, um, you know, anything like that, that how, and like your, your stories of being in the One Direction fandom and how, maybe those types of things have affected your participation in the fandom, how it's been difficult or how the fandom has been really supportive and helped you. Um, But we haven't gotten any stories yet. And I really, really would like some. So make sure Mm -hmm. to, if they're long, you can email us in, in, we're just talkdirection and gmail.com. But we would love to have those stories so that we can start collecting for that episode um, for sure. And then also just let us know if, um, you have a next song you want us to interpret, or if you have a suggestion for how you'd ha- like like us to do these song interpretations, we've done a couple now from the album. Um, so let us know if you, if you think we're doing that uh, in the way that you would like to. Um, and then again, just general feedback or suggestions for the show. Send us any news stories you want us to talk about um, any fun Tumblr things you saw or something on Twitter, um because we want to hear about that and also send us your opinions and thoughts on the show because we are trying to work to improve it and make it the best it can be and we know that uh consistency consistency of releasing the show is really important so we're going to try to do that um but anything else that you have suggestions for us let us know um and how you want us to talk about the album now that it's released uh in the future But uh, thank you so much for listening to episode 24 of Talk Direction. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) Make sure to follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Um, You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can visit our website, talkdirection.tumblr.com, and that's where Kara posts all the show notes for the episodes, and they're fun to read because she's got a nice writing style.
1: Oh, thanks, girl.
0: Yeah, and then you can go to our Instagram, Talk Direction, or follow us individually on Twitter. I'm Caitlin IR Foster, and that's C A I T L I N. And Kara, where can they find you?
1: I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C.
0: And then make sure to head over to iTunes and subscribe so that you get the new episode every single week as soon as it comes out. And if you're there, you might as well give us a rating or a review because we were reading those last time we were together um, and just really appreciating it and thinking it's so crazy uh, to hear like the things you guys say about the podcast. And you can send us like improvements you want us to make there too. Um, but we really appreciate those because they're so, they're so nice to read. Um, and then if you yeah. don't like iTunes, you can go to SoundCloud and um, follow us on SoundCloud because you'll get the episode there as well. Um, but I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 25. Bye! Bye!